If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free use charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. Hey y'all, welcome back to the show. I'm Yajirobi. And I am Jasmine Carson, and this is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Thank you once again for joining us on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump into some Black excellence this week um, and talk about some Black folk doing some extraordinary things, starting with Victor Glover, um, first Black astronaut ever assigned to a moon mission, who is a part of, I believe, the Artemis II crew of astronauts, three from NASA, one Canadian astronaut, who will be uh, making an expedition around the moon next year or in early 2025. Mm. Um, I read the information on why they're going to space. Let me see if I can (laughs) paraphrase it. Nope, I can't. Okay. So I believe what they're going to be doing is essentially some like tests and some uh, work on uh, preparation for an actual. They're not going to like touch down on the moon itself okay. or like explore the moon, but I think this is for the purpose of doing that in the future, um, as well as like trying to set a precedent for deep space travel and long term existence within space mm, okay um i read that victor glover is also the first black man assigned as a crew member on the international space station that hovers above the planet or whatever mm-hmm. i was up there for 168 days so the doll uh loves space it was selected <laughs> to be an astronaut in 2013 after being a captain in the united states navy and he'll be uh, a pilot for this crew um, when they launch mm. in the coming months More. in the near future. So shout out to you. He's also very handsome. I just felt like mm-hmm. mentioning that. <laughs> it's probably marriage. <laughs> well, congratulations, sir, on your NASA moon experiments to come, I guess. I just really don't know too much about that, but you go with your science and your planets. <laughs> Also, shout out to LSU. Um, 
to Injury, shout out to Jordan Hawkins, ViewCon, apparently Cousins. Mm-hmm. Yep. From Maryland. Um, and NCAA champions. Both of them. You know, winning their games just a day apart from one another with Angel being named most outstanding player um, for her particular performance. So congratulations to them and all of things athletics and sports. Yes. Um, and ball. And... <laughs> um, and forward and yeah. guard, mm-hmm. point, point guard, and um, wow, so poignant. And points, so good, good for you guys. Um, and congratulations yeah. on a stunning family. March Madness. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be talking about Angel a little bit later, but this was a nice piece of good yeah, news and oh, wonderful i love that for us so yeah. but yeah angel said you know the cookout is gonna be lit and i believe that imagine you and your mm-hmm. cousin winning national championships the same fucking season like literally a day apart that is i mean honestly they probably could imagine why you know what <laughs> probably mm-hmm. but you're like knowing each other i mean i don't really know the relationship I'm right. assuming they probably yeah. are not gagging I'm sure they're having a good time with it but they're probably also like duh of course right like, like nigga I've sure. been playing this nigga I knew this nigga was good, was good a long time ago so yeah but yeah go y'all alright so let's jump into some pop culture this week in a segment that we call Hot Tops Dungeons and Bottoms Honor Among Breeds <sighs> um not amongst the breeds so there's a lot of talk, or has been a lot of talk lately, about the girlies trying to acquire BET. You know, they say Kevin Samuels was trying to buy it. Um, mystical. Um, what? <clears throat> probably Jonathan Majors. Like, you know, everybody's been talking about buying BET lately. And so... Um, two people I've been hearing a lot about in terms of the rumors... Um, more like uh, commonly or consistently have been Puffy and Tyler Perry. Mm. Um, but like nothing, I don't think there was much like confirmed or anything besides kind of hearsay and rumors and stuff. Yeah. But um, Big Medea uh, <laughs> had entertainment tonight over at the Tyler Perry Studios and spoke briefly about it confirming that it is not a rumor at least not um, on the Tyler Perry side of things and that he is in fact interested in taking as much of it quote unquote um, as possible Um, uh, he also said that Lord one thing he loves about it is the fact that when Bob Johnson sold it back around 2000, that there wasn't a black person who could buy it. And now there are like multiple black men and women who can yeah. purchase it and are willing more than, you know, excited to acquire BT, which I agree is really cool and exciting. Um, but he was very like smug or kind of like coy about like particulars and how things are going and stuff but it definitely gives Tyler Perry's gonna 
acquired BET, or at the very least, like the majority of it. Yeah. Um, which, cool. I mean, and it makes sense. It's already the Medea network over there. Like, Tyler has already been given free reign to do whatever he wants to. He has like three or four different shows airing on BET. If that. It's the only place BET Plus is six. The, the only place where you can stream the old Medea um plays, plays and, stuff. and stuff. If you don't yeah, if you don't still have it ripped that. on your computer on bootleg, you can stream it on BT Plus. Which so. he might come and find you over. He's not <laughs> a fan of that. <laughs> I mean, listen, sir. Son of uh, my eighty bought the DVD once fifteen years ago and my whole family now has the movie. I just don't know what I else to tell you. Definitely <laughs> got the two of the plays from my church. Now, I want to assume that because I got it from the church that they went through the right means. No, it didn't seem like a bootleg when I purchased it, but I don't know. Either way, um, yeah, that is true. And as he said in the same uh, piece, he's been at BC for four years and yeah. had tremendous success over there. Oh, yeah. Um, so it really wouldn't be that shocking to me if Mm -mm. it just became, you know, the Tyler Perry place officially. (laughs) Um, right. And like, cool. The thing is, um, I do think that like a lot of like, I'd assume like be faithful BET watchers, um, and like BET plus streamers are probably fans of Tyler Perry and his works either like whether it's like earnest like I I really am engaged in this stuff mm-hmm. or just play play like I just got off work let me just watch some mess right like they're they don't have a problem it feels like it would just be the right place besides him you know going the own route and just doing TPN right which is I imagine so much more expensive, like so much more expensive. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, and and much more difficult to try to finesse and all this. Tyler already owns shares in BT, so this might just be, you know, other people selling him theirs, and then he, you know, mm. goes from. I don't. I mean, the the legal legalities of it. <laughs> I'm not going to even attempt to get Yeah, they're into, not very interesting. It's more of like a programming thing that I think yes, more people that is are having my conversation question. about. Right. And I don't, I can't say for sure that the quality of programming would necessarily go down just because Tyler Perry takes over majority ownership of it. Like, Mm-mm. BT has had a few shows that I really like. Um, Bigger, which they canceled. Um, right. The Miss like Pat 20s. show. I like Miss Pat. I like the Miss Pat show. Yeah, I've seen Twenties. Twenties is good. I don't like Tyler Perry's own productions though, and haven't mm-hmm. since like twenty. 2013 it's been a long time so yeah but the thing is it's like if tyler perry is you know primary owner operator whatever ceo whatever it would be of bet it would have to be more than tyler perry productions he would have to still be thinking outside of that box um but i don't know you know (laughs) like i don't know what that would look like i don't really have a problem with though like i said it sounds like um 
not masturbating having. I mean, right. But clearly, the relationship is already super beneficial. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll just see what happens. But I can't, I cannot say that I am necessarily excited about it because even like, no, you can't realistically write be the sole writer on every show on the fucking network, obviously. Oh, but... find a way to do it. <laughs> if anyone can do it, it's <laughs> oh, it's possible. But just the idea that, you know, what Tyler likes is what is going to be greenlit over at that network. I don't actually know what Tyler Perry likes outside of his own shit. Mm. So, but I guess, you know, we'll see if it happens. Uh, yeah, we we shall see, child. I I find it interesting. Yeah, and a very um another button on a very fascinating story in terms of Tyler Perry's career and journey. Now that is true. He has quite the journey. He has mm-hmm. yeah, all of that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um. Jermaine Cole's Dreamville Festival took place in North Carolina this past weekend with appearances from lots of Negro faves, including uh, Ari Lennox, Burner Boy, Glorilla, Sean Paul, Summer Walker, announced a new EP, Adonis's dad was there, the City Girls. Okay. Um, but we're here to talk about Usher. Now, Usher... Um, was there and performed some of his watch this or whatever. Um, please. And uh, April Fools took place during this same weekend or whatever. So he decided to get into the holiday spirit by telling the crowd of however many thousands and thousands of people that he had a surprise guest and then turned in uh, announced that Beyonce herself was coming out and then did this weird um, like performance on stage as if someone was coming out but talking to them off stage is very reminiscent of his time on Moesha and (laughs) um you know, then he came back to the mic and said April Fools. And I think that he brought out Carisha now. So no. many people <laughs> found this to be uh disrespectful, egregious, um <laughs> terroristic. Yes. Um personally, like does I should play too much for this? Yes. Would I have been personally upset? No, because there's no way he would have got me. I feel like I know my faith, and at best, my reaction would have been something as follows. <clears throat> what? No. Like, <laughs> right? Like half a second of surprise, followed by immediate common sense. Like, I'm going to think, okay, this is Usher's portion of J. Cole's concert. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of Mama, like, bruising her knees and elbows for her upcoming tour. That is one of the most highly anticipated live shows of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, is she here? Mm-mm. I would have, like, within 
literally two to three seconds, looked at the date, realized it was the first of April, and then waited for this whole bit to end. So, <laughs> um, I guess I get like the water cooler shenanigans of mm-hmm. like, ooh, usher ain't shit for this, and you know, swarm or whatever. But <laughs> like this. <laughs> I would have just been like, okay, Usher, just sing Let It Burn so we can get on with the next. (laughs) The problem is that the hive is starving. The hive is, well, to hear them tell it, the hive is fucking dehydrated. Beyonce giving us this album. Can you smell (laughs) the greens and the ham hocks and the macaroni and cheese (laughs) wafting from the kitchen (laughs) corridor? No, they cannot. And so... (laughs) And, and so, first of all, yes, the Hive is desperate for anything from Beyonce. Like, literally anything. Like, a toenail. Bitch, anything. Secondly, it's actually realistic. Like, not too many artists could say Beyonce was coming out and people would believe it for even half a second. But Usher mm-hmm. is one of those ones where it was like, I could see, you know... I could see if, Beyonce if the kids Usher. was on spring break, right? I could see Beyonce coming out doing "Love in This Club" right quick, like the remix, and then leaving mid twenty twenty three at the J Cole concert when I didn't even know Usher was going to be there. Yeah, probably not there, and especially yeah. I think once I realized it was April first, I would have known, and I probably would not have fallen for this for too long. Just because when people bring up Beyonce, I assume they lying, they bullshitting, they playing like fair. It's easy because everybody loves her. But yeah, I can't say that I wouldn't have been irate, though, because I don't like when people play with my emotions. And I hate April 1st for this very reason. I despise pranks. I Mm. hate them so much. Like, just tell me the joke. Just tell me the joke. If it's a joke, just tell me the fucking joke. But I don't like... I don't like feeling like my feelings have been manipulated in order for somebody else to laugh. That's what I hate. I'm not like a prankster um, myself. I probably was when I was a child, as many of them are, I guess. Um, But I'm not like a big prankster. And I feel like if I do pull that type of a gag on someone or if it were pulled on me, it's like, oh, it's your birthday. And I pretended I forgot, (laughs) but actually I threw you a party. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Like that type of thing. Not like one of your, you know, most, one of the most exciting live things that could happen to you at a show is about to happen. Psych. <laughs> Let me sing that one song that your ex burned on a CD for you that you haven't thought about in 15 years. And that's yes. no shade because I would love a, an Usher concert. It's just getting like, girl, <laughs> for me, I'm just explaining like levels of of prankdom that yeah. I'm willing to take. At, um, And many people don't really prank me. Well, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm just saying, like, I I also appreciate that. I feel like most people understand, like, let me just do it to someone that's going to at least appreciate it or not want to fight me. Right. Somebody who is not going to, you know, react violently if they are pissed off about this. Or just not react. Because I'm also one that who might be like, worse. oh, this was a joke. Oh, this, oh. Was, this was you trying to be entertaining. Okay. Well. Okay. That happened. Well, here we are. Yep. (laughs) 
<laughs> like that's not satisfying you, man. No, it, that <laughs> so. that might actually make you feel worse about yourself. Yeah. So, I do like the idea of like, oh no, we pretended we forgot it was your birthday, but actually, all your closest friends are waiting at like the steakhouse or whatever. Like, that's that's you know, I like the idea of ending on a more positive note and not just fucking with people and then being like, ha ha, oh well, April Fool, like. I guess, you know, that first one is better, but yeah. Anything to me is better than the random YouTube prankster oh, no. in the middle of like Omaha or whatever Mm-mm. that pulls often like a fan- like racially offensive yeah. or like super like gross or like bordering on assault type of pranks in front of like a big lots right see that you can choke <laughs> did you hear about the youtuber like there was or like a tiktok prankster that got shot at the mall like, like I was a week or so just ago? about to ask you if you heard that story yes the fuck i did why are you playing with people on, and on their time strangers this is what i don't understand I'm surprised it doesn't happen to the, these people more often. I mean, especially in this country where anybody over the age of six months can have a gun on them legally at any time. I cannot yeah. believe more of y'all have not been shot for fucking around with total strangers. If I was going to play a prank, it would be something that I knew wouldn't piss off like a friend or someone close to me. Like I would never go up to a stranger and start fucking with them for views. I don't you know if I would prank. Y'all are out of it. My children. (sighs) Because if you can't prank your kids, Mm. who can you prank? Okay, but can your kids prank you back? Hell no. I make See, that's not fair. (laughs) That's not fair. It can't be a situation where you get to gang up on them and they can't retaliate. No, of course they can. As I said, children love. (laughs) pranks like they're probably gonna do that anyway because they're kids so of course my kids could prank Mm -hmm. me but i'm going to be like i would prank my kids to the point where it would just be like i don't want to do this anymore with you (laughs) (laughs) so were they just like you know what can we just skip this day like we're all begging we don't want to we we literally don't want to play the game like i would dress up as a ghost face and jump out of their closet at 2 a.m okay that isn't no (laughs) That's pranking. No, no, that is that is disgusting. okay. Ghostface killer. No, no what? That's, that's what I thought you meant in the first place. Who the fuck is Ghostface? If not from Scream? Oh, that nigga has a name. Yeah, Ghostface. The Ghostface killer. I are you are you pranking me right now? Is this a April? <laughs> is this no. an April? <laughs> No, 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 you're, no, you're smiling, so I feel like you're lying. No, because it's kind of funny that you think I'm pranking you, because that would be funny. But no, his name's Ghostface. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, never mind. Google says it is. All right. <laughs> so I was like, wow, this but was a long But I think it would be time. more entertaining if I dressed up as Wu-Tang's Ghostface Killer with, like, a giant <laughs> golden eagle on my wrist. Please, please, let them children rest. Let them yeah. sleep. Just come out doing like, <laughs> share Shayla Ghost. 
And when they fallen asleep at school talking about my daddy jumped out of my closet at 3 a.m. and scared the fuck out of me. I pissed the mattress and couldn't fall back asleep. Sounds like a fun time. <laughs> the school is going to be calling you like, let's discuss your parenting tactics. Yeah, I probably won't keep them for very long. But it'll be fun while it lasts. Oh, yeah. Y'all need to leave strangers alone, though. I hope that little nigga that got shot is a lesson to you. Leave strangers alone you do not know what people are i mean going he through. was throwing up signs for non-existent gangs in the hospital bed he oh god <laughs> lesson learned not so sure but he's well okay. i hope so i hope so getting shot once would be all it took for me to retire the pranks that would be it mm. for me yeah i would probably be finished too <laughs> yeah <laughs> grand closing um, Wiz Khalifa has responded to people who have been commenting about his foot ash and crust. Apparently, um, in the midst of a lot of workout videos that Wiz Khalifa shares, um, he is often barefoot, um, and displaying. Oh man! Some dogs that apparently people <laughs> have found. Offensive. Now, I have not personally seen any of these um, feet pics, but I guess they have been bad enough for Wiz Khalifa to make a song about them Ooh. or a poem, as he as he refers mm, to that. Yeah. To it. Um, I'm just gonna. I think I'm just gonna let it speak for itself let's see here what's up y'all it's Wiz Khalifa here I hear a lot of talk on the internet you know I usually don't address things but I'm just gonna skip to it making jokes about okay. myself how I like to express myself I, I wrote a little poem it's called stop making jokes about my feet oh my god stop making jokes about my feet cause that shit ain't funny Y'all keep making jokes about my feet, but bitch, I got money. You ain't gonna say it to my face, but you'll talk about me when I'm gone. Your toes probably look like that too. No. Cause you got nail polish on. When I seen all those tweets, you can't imagine how I felt. I get pedicures, but my feet still dry. So don't laugh, send help. Stop talking about my feet. Because that shit ain't funny. And no. then he gets money. You got the yeah. gist. Yeah. Um, the refrain. So, Oof. this is all in some Celine draws with a, a backdrop of, you know, sunny wealth. California or <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, wealth. <laughs> um, so, I mean, he answered my question in the poem when he said... <laughs> Come on, poem. I don't know why I've always found humor in people who pronounce poem like that. <laughs> like they're a little artsy and pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a poem. A what? <laughs> An ode, nigga. <laughs> I would like to recite Mangel- Maya Angelou's famous poem. What? <laughs> Just Random. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I was curious, like, okay, so, like, people talk about you have crusty feet, enough for you to make, like, a funny poem about it. Are you getting your feet looked at? Like, are you getting... Are you getting in there? So, you know what I mean? Are you going down to Shanae Shrona? Somebody. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, Them toes are scary. He said he gets pedicures, but, you know... His feet are still dry. Like, so I don't know if you... What's a foot doctor called again? A podiatrist. A podiatrist. I don't know if, like, that's something that maybe you you Perhaps. get into or whatever. Because, like, the through line of the poem is that he has money. Yeah. So with that, I would say you probably have the resources to look into these things. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many niggas prioritize that. Um, I mean, personally, I try to get my foot into a basin no less than two times, uh, like bi-weekly. Is <laughs> is so helpful. Um, and sometimes you slip up. Last time I went ahead, been a little a, a while. I was ashamed. Mm-hmm. I got through the process though, and the beauty of it was that right after I was wrapping up, another older white man had just got booked and sat right next to me, and it looked like his feet were literally run over by something. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was like, God was like, it could always be worse. It could. That's true. At least you made it. You showed A it. little silver lining for you. But, I mean, I think, first of all, the nails here are yeah, indicative of, like, it's like, an, it, it, it's giving infected. It's giving. Yeah, that's a there's, problem. There's something living under that nail bed that needs to be eliminated. Yeah, and so I would a... agree, like, you need to call that that pretty black lady who is a podiatrist and she has a show on TLC where she's fixing people's yes. feet. Yeah. Yes. You need to call her. And also, like, you can, you can get pedicures and still get ashy because pedicures don't permanently fix that. I'm not sure why you would say... I get pedicures, but still my feet are dry. That happens to everybody. You have yeah, you to still have to moisture. <laughs> you have to re-lotion them every day, like twice a day even. Do you not know that? This is not like, yes, the issue with the nails is nasty, but this is also, it's just deep ash mm-hmm. on the toes and in between the toes. And it's like, I know you have enough money for some shea butter. <laughs> So some olive oil even like I would I would suggest you just put warm up some olive oil on the stove and just pull it in a mm. pull it in a ziploc bag and stick your foot in that bitch something but like some of this yeah you might need to see a doctor and some of this is just regular and you can just say you know what I did I just simply did not lotion my feet that day I just didn't lotion or my that feet that one. day that. <laughs> Wait, it's multiple pictures of his feet. It's gotta be. It's like again, I don't know. I haven't seen them myself. I just thought the yeah, the poem Google was it. really funny. It is horrific. Um I'm and Bob Marley is on his making... foot. He got a tattoo of Bob no. Marley. And Bob Marley got the flames of ash rising up in his neck. No, I feel like you have a responsibility <laughs> to do something about it. <laughs> And it's crazy because the rest of him looks moisturized. It's like he literally got yeah, he to his ankles and said, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> he looks clean in every other regard. That's what I'm saying. Like, some people have issues with their feet. And you might have to, like, go see something more than just a 
you know, whoever down at Luxury mm-hmm. Nails are like for some know. things, yeah. But this is just ash. You know how yeah. little kids like to get dressed and then put lotion on the parts that are showing. And so when they take their shoes off at the end of the day, you like, bitch, have you been kicking flour? That's, I swear to God, he looked like he got dressed. I grew up in a generation where on. you got whooped for that. <laughs> <laughs> Cause let my let my grandma see underneath your little church sock or whatever a dry gray ankle. <laughs> You're getting your ass beat. It's like a that's nasty. B you insulting my intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> You're shaming the family name going out in public like that. Like God. we said, whooping. Yeah, no, for real. It was like you gonna have people thinking that I neglect you, and that is unacceptable. And we want we're not doing that. You know better and you're not doing better. Oh, you know the good. kids don't have homework no more? Oh, yeah. No, they said if you can't get it done at school, then fuck you. <laughs> school is for work. Home is for home. Yep, they sure do. I am tilted behind that. <laughs> like, truly out of my death Can rage. you imagine? Man, I would have had a different life. <laughs> <laughs> these, this is why these kids are beating y'all asses at their birthday. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> because what the fuck you mean? Oh, so now all of a sudden school is for work and home is for home. <laughs> Bitch, we had yeah. mountains, Dear. mountains of work to go home and do. Bitch, Show, on top of oh, if you had stuff. Negro parents and grandparents like I did, yeah. doing tons of schoolwork in the summer for funsies. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. My mother was a teacher. We never got uh, no fucking break, nigga. Ain't no breaks, nigga. <laughs> You're My grandmother different. told us every Monday through Friday in summer, you will write p- five paragraphs before anybody watches Bob Squeeze in this house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same. And now these children, they don't have chicken pox no more either. They came up with a vaccine for that. And now kids don't get chicken pox no more. We also don't have clean air or water. so. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a school shooting every twice a week. Yeah. So. So and COVID. We give them a break. Still beating their asses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've got their own plan. So, I guess, I guess when you think about it like that, it balances out. Yeah, but good luck to his Khalifa and his feet. I'm still a fan of the bash. Yeah, I'm a constant and forever uh, fan of. Mm -hmm. And he seems like a good uh, dad. Yeah, they seem like they're good parents to their kids. Um, So, (laughs) and showing that you can get somebody looking at your feet, I guess, or moisturize them. I don't know what the lesson of that is. Um. Yeah, both of those. Hey, y'all, we all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors, and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets. The charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their Crocs to give it, you know, your own unique flair and fun. Thank you to Crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own Crocs that I'm excited to add some gibbets to because I see on the website they have some Avatar The Last Airbender charms. So those are going to be the first ones that I stick on the front of these shoes. And there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here. So this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole. 
Here we go. Be sure to head to Crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and Jivet's charms. That's C-R-O-C-S dot com. Go get some Crocs, or if you already have some, which you probably do, go get some Jivets. Let's get back to the show. Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know something I think I've been craving? I'm really craving a directory uh, style website that sort of serves as a where are they now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkeisha. Um, Sharkeisha you know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. But Squarespace is incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great, and is like also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlet Takes a Tumble and, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, maybe. So if you have your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash the read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. Nene Leaks is starting a matchmaking service. Hold on, I left my Advil in the other room. <laughs> Cause what? Nene yeah. Leaks is starting a what? For what? To match whom? With whomst? Ladies of success with millionaires. I'm gonna walk you through this because I had trouble. Okay. Yeah, I'm struggling. <clears throat> so Nene Leaks is founder of this like uh black woman entrepreneurial collective that she calls ladies of success um and she recently posted it looks like a a condo or penthouse in miami or somewhere by the beach but uh, irrelevant she's like out on a um balcony and she's talking about how she is going to start trying to match rich niggas with ladies of success and the caption reads I want you to know that I read the caption first, as I usually do with these things. Okay. We are looking for a millionaire men around the world who are single and ready to mingle with some successful women. I'm going to go over that one more time because yep. I feel like I probably lost a few of you. It's okay. As I said, <laughs> I struggled myself. This says we are looking for millionaire men around the world. Same. Capital N, capital E, <laughs> capital N, billionaire, <laughs> still spelled wrong, men around the world. I have oh. issues. I have issues. What the American fuck is a millionaire? Lord help us. I have two issues with this, actually. What is a millionaire, and why would you word this? We are looking for <laughs> millionaire men around the world. You already don't know what you're talking about, and it's the first sentence. Like, 
Yeah. What the fuck is a millionaire? I mean, I feel like they're, <laughs> I feel like they're trying to do like a play on words, like a man who is a millionaire, but then you wouldn't need to say millionaire man. Millionaire don't roll off the tongue. It's not getting what you think it is. <laughs> no, but then also, why not just say we're looking for millionaires? Well, I mean, because <laughs> somebody would have to think it through. It's just getting like you did not think about this. Yeah. And it continues. If that man is you or you know a successful man, Send an email to booknini at gmail.com. Now, here's another thing, right? What? I have to rewind. Again, the first sentence. We're looking for a millionaire man around the world who are single and are ready to mingle with some successful women. Now, that's prejudice. How come the women only get millionaires? <laughs> as many queens as it is out here that are probably the only ones still championing for your ass to be back on TV, the oh, queens Lord. can't get a millionaire? No, I saw, I just found the Instagram and apparently the women have to make 150000 in order to join the ladies. I mean, I'm not saying this isn't dumb in every stitch. I'm just <laughs> saying from the very first one, I'm lost. And that's a problem. If I was a nigga making $3 million and you match me with some woman making $160,000... But see, here's the thing. And I saw people in the comments like, oh, this is what's wrong with us now. Like, why can't you just have a nigga who's like honest and good to you and like common sense things, right? Um, and my thing is like, you're on Nene Leaks page. Well, there's that, first of a all. A former Royal Housewife, like, of course is giving I make 150000 or whatever and I want a nigga who has $10 million. That's what, that's the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, and and okay, like I don't care anything about that. I just think again, <laughs> like please. The it's not even like oh you're trying to match women of a, a certain financial standing with men of a certain financial standing. I don't give a fuck. Millionaire Matchmaker was a successful show or has been a successful show on, I think, Bravo or E or one of them damn shows that y'all watch for a long time with a whole bunch of white people and I don't remember anybody having these same conversations. So I'm not offended by that. I just think the whole thing is funny that I would go to NeNe Leaks looking for a nigga. And I mm. think that the other part about it that's funny is the millionaires. And I think that she <laughs> pronounces it millionaire, and I want her to understand no. <laughs> that's not what you typed out no that's not what that says yeah even if you even if you would have spelled millionaire wrong even if it, uh, never mind okay what do you think I mean <laughs> men must make 500k and above which then again to your point so about being why? a millionaire so then what is the point of the millionaire then I what just is the point? <laughs> don't know what we're talking about oh god I thought they were legitimately saying men had to be millionaires in order to oh okay yeah I just of all the places to go as like somebody who earns a lot of money to find a match I just don't see why you would go to Nene Leaks. Of all the places, of all the matchmakers, the people who have been doing this for so long, of all the apps and services, like, I just don't understand why Nini would be your source. 
Looking back at Nene's stint on reality TV and Nene's own dating life, I, <laughs> I'm i sorry. I just do not see it. I really don't. And as a, I, re- I just feel like this is a way for her to make money ultimately. She probably charged all these niggas a fee to join. She charged these women a fee to, to be a part of it. And whether y'all actually find a man is, you know, up to the clouds. But for people who are like, oh, well... Why does this stuff even matter? Like, why does money matter? Why can't you just find a man based off of him being good to you and him treating you right and not lying and taking care of home? Where are them niggas at? (laughs) (laughs) Is there some secret stash that y'all ain't told the rest of us? It's not like finding a man who makes under 500,000 guarantees that he's going to be like a decent person. That's not true either. A lot of women are like, if I am going to have to sacrifice and deal with a nigga and his ashy infected toenails in my home, then it might as well be somebody rich as fuck. Like, and uh, not that I think it's necessarily a great idea, but I can't be mad at anybody who's deciding, you know, uh, around these kind of parameters where they want to date, especially women who, no, because I'm finna go off into a whole nother tangent and that is not what this show is about. But, uh yeah. Again, I'm just coming back to why Nini. Of all the fucking people, I just don't. I would rather just move to Atlanta and try my hardest by myself before I would enlist Nini Leakes. Right. Like I just would never come to Nini for this. Ever. Who are these niggas? Let me see the niggas you got before I decide to sign up. Right. Well, she looked nice in the video. She always does. You know, she's pretty and the filters are doing what they're supposed to do the makeup is gorgeous and all that so you know good for her but does she have her own millionaire nigga probably yeah she's what she's i think she's still a relationship with that one man i don't remember what his name is or what he does but i think she's still with somebody okay well you know so she's probably also using that as like backing to like oh hey let me help you find somebody because then that's like also my tea it's like girl you just got with a nigga and you trying to help me find one? Like, <laughs> like let's let's let that breathe a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, let's... Yeah. <clears throat> I don't... But past that, it's like most people from the pool of, of celebrities I know you from are not known for having a blast in their relationships or marriages. <laughs> it's so I agree. I'm probably better off just looking on my own. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Or Every finding, season. yeah, a more reputable match matchmaker yes. versus someone who ain't really got anything else to do and is like, let me just do it for funsies. And, oh, by the way, while I'm letting you know that I'm doing this matchmaking service, I'm also actively looking for the niggas in the exact same place. Right. <laughs> so why couldn't I just go through your Instagram comments and find a nigga in? It ain't no reason. <laughs> it's just do something else. Do my eyebrows. <laughs> oh god good luck nene (laughs) some man was arrested in houston for uh impersonating a police officer in an attempt to gain entry to a megan the stallion concert see Mm -mm. i'm not gonna say this man's name he has four of them um but he is a 28 year old who allegedly uh, donned a police canine vest 
took his ass down to the AT&T Block Party concert for the March Madness Music Festival, where uh, everyone from Lil Nas X to Keith Urban and Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. were set to perform. Child, he, quote, identified himself to event security as a police officer for the purpose of getting into a live music event associated with the Final Four College Basketball Weekend. He was promptly clocked and arrested. (laughs) And after spending the weekend in Harris County Jail, he posted his $20,000 bond and was released and is now facing a felony charge. Yeah. You can't just do that. (laughs) You can't just... You can't just... <laughs> what did you did you go to fucking party city and get you a cop uniform and then <laughs> why did you do that why did you do that but see that's why i said last week i hope megan has super tight security because you just never know i mean maybe he was there because he was thirsty and loves her but maybe he was there to do something stinking terrible who knows I guess it's probably trying to get in there, get in the mix, meet people, push, you know, mixtape or Instagram link around. And like, that's me giving you the benefit of the doubt. Then you're right. It could also have been something darker or more dangerous. Who knows? But assuming, you know, you wanted to go back there and be cute and take pictures at this thing you didn't get tickets to or whatever, like, was it worth it? (laughs) Like, why? It could not have been. Not have been. <laughs> now you had to drop twenty grand, and you're facing a felony case because you wanted to go to a hip hop concert. Like I don't. I was just about to say. Imagine if he did all this just because he couldn't get tickets. Like imagine he was just trying to go to the show and thought, "Oh, I'm gonna just put on a cop uniform and go down there and get in for free." Like imagine that nigga really thought that was gonna work. Like Who's life is sick. <laughs> No, you're not asking me. <laughs> Why would you do? No, I would not dress up as a police officer to try to get into the Beyonce show. I would no, not. I'm just saying. It's a no, but like, joke. I, oh well, I don't know. Oh, always, yes. Says like, who's your favorite artist? And then, and she, then she murders goes, them if they um, say the they don't say wrong thing. Beyonce. Yeah. Well, uh, this was don't very watch stupid. That show. No, I'm well, not. I was never, I was not at risk of watching that. Yeah, I don't think you should. I'm not looking at that. I saw, yeah, no, I saw a clip of her, like, I guess she was like being secretive with the car or something, the trunk of the car. And they were like, what, you got dead bodies in there? And she was like, what? I'm like, oh, she does an amazing job. Like, Dominic (laughs) Fishback ate up what they gave her, but it's very bloody and violent. And I love those parts of it, obviously, because I love horror. (laughs) You do adore The show violence. did not land the way that I would have liked it to, but I really enjoyed most of it. Oh, how stupid. This was just so yeah, fucking dumb. I don't... But it's like, things like this happen at big concerts a lot. Like, people don't always impersonate cops to try to get in, but mm. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens more than we hear about. But there are, like... There's always someone who's trying to find some goofy way to get into a big show. And it doesn't even always have to do with headliners as much as it has to do with just trying to be in the mix and have access yeah, to I wouldn't be things surprised. that they think are fancy. And oh, yeah. most of the time, what people who don't go in those spaces don't realize is it's not all that. 
Like, well, there's that. There's like even this... a lot of the people you are hoping to bump into can't wait to get out of there and go home. Right. Or individual artists are going to have their own security posted outside of their dressing room anyway. So, like, even if you do yeah, manage I to mean, get backstage, duh. you're not even. <laughs> Just because you're that backstage be doesn't mean it's a free woman. But if you are dumb enough to think that this will work, then you might be dumb enough to think you finna go back here and meet all your friends. That's face. true. Because you, you probably think, thought, oh, well, if I impersonate a, a cop, then, then there's no let way me I won't. <laughs> Nigga, you, even if you were legitimately a cop, you think you that makes think me that you trust you? You think, <laughs> you think that you makes me... You didn't think that there wouldn't be real police... <laughs> to be like, on, that's not our badge. Um, that's not our yeah. vest. That's not Where our hat. Don't you typically use Velcro to? Say <laughs> it. <laughs> it's the shoelace on the side of the vest. We usually don't. What happened to just asking your cousin who work at the arena to borrow their shirt so you can go down there and pretend that you selling concessions or something? What happened to what happened to uh man man, let me borrow your work shirt and your ID card on Saturday? <laughs> this is just so much worse again. Because, because if you would have impersonated somebody from Live Nation, that's completely different. Yeah. Yeah. That's just Well, that's not so raven. <laughs> <laughs> if anything somebody else is gonna be like when they hire that nigga but like, i think you I, I would think you would know in america that you can't uh, the way this country feels about cops you definitely cannot play around with the police so just not a stunt i personally would have attempted but yeah, that was silly yeah you did you did that you 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 certainly tried it make it look really good though she did and and performed amazingly well and I saw her at the CMT Awards too looking good and I'm just so proud of my girl and so so happy. I love the the hair era she's on right now. Mm-hmm. Hair and style. She's really eating it up. She is. She's giving yeah. it to you bitches every fucking time she steps outside and I really do love to see it. I love that she took her time for herself and mm-hmm. now she's back out here on your necks where she's supposed to be. Um, Adonis's grandfather, Dennis, would like for you guys to know via Instagram that Drake is not trolling anyone uh, by using the voice of Northwest's mom on his latest song. Now, I don't know if you heard anything about this because I doubt you care and you probably have most of these words (laughs) muted or filtered on your social media apps. Mm -hmm. But Drake has a new song called Rescue Me that he's... I don't think has officially released, but has like uh, posted little leaked clips of. And then I think uh, they played the song on Sirius XM or something recently. But it's like a typical sort of low, growly, bass heavy Drake bop where he's crooning about the woman of his dreams Mm, okay you know drake music um but what we didn't hear in the initial like clip that i guess he posted on instagram is that he used uh a clip of audio 
featuring Kim Kardashian's voice from the finale of her show where she's talking about the decision or when she realized that it was time for her to divorce Kanye West. Yeah. Um, And so the girlies are like, oh, Drake, Kanye, be free ignited. 2023 summer is up. And Mm-mm. apparently... Uh, Dida Dennis says no. <laughs> not Dida. <laughs> that is not the case. Um, Drake is not trolling anyone. It's just a song. Why try and create a Kanye and Drake beef again? He said with like a dozen face palm emojis. Um, I don't know if Drake texted him about this. This is fully Drake being a troll and reigniting. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. It's sweet that you're defending your baby boy, but Mm-mm. this was shaved through and through and typical <laughs> um, um, long-haired braid era Drake tactics. Yeah, I thought, I definitely thought Dennis was going to give us this whole explanation that justified, not, well, you know, justified, but like, no, he's not trolling him. He's doing this, this, this to raise awareness about... Hoes needing love or something like whatever. Just oh, I, right. I thought he was gonna tell us something, but instead he was just like, "No, he's not." <laughs> like, <laughs> because you can actually get out, <laughs> and that's what you know tonight. <laughs> oh, but he didn't actually say anything at all to make me feel like this wasn't Drake trolling Kanye and like. I think anybody, whether, I think not just that is Kim Kardashian, who is obviously Kanye's ex, but it's a clip of her, you know, talking about when she knew she was going to divorce that nigga. That is like, how is that not trolling? How is it not? Like, what? I'm a huge, I'm a huge artist, one of the biggest artists in the world. And I have this clip of your ex-wife talking about how she didn't want to be unhappy with your black ass no more. That I'm going to throw on this song and I'm not trolling you. He also has on record in one way or the next said recently that Kanye can still eat a dick. And that, oh, well, you know, well. fuck that, fuck that you know, handshake reunion on stage shit that they did however many years ago that whatever, whatever. So the idea that this isn't shade is funny to me, but at the same time, I think that Dennis and his mustache um, trying to come to his son's defense on Instagram is kind of cute. And, um, okay. Yeah. You know, you guys have fun with that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like (laughs) literally that. I don't really care about this. Um, for most of the, the people involved, um, I feel like the song could have been just fine without the like hysterics and the, you know, mm-hmm. IG drama. But, you know, here we are. I mean, what's really interesting is if like Drake actually got it cleared from Kim Kardashian in order to use it. That's I mean, what I would don't really know how he he have to I think eventually. I though. mean, if he's if he's gonna release it, if he's gonna have it on streaming or whatever, but niggas put stuff together all the time, right? And just never release it commercially. So I think if it ever hits streaming or something like that with the audio, then we would know that 
Kim had to have approved it, which is like another layer of mess here. And what might be a storyline for that damn show that she does with her sisters. I don't really know, but I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised at all. She's like, Drake called me one day and at Nerma. I can't even I can't even keep it up. But yeah, no, but this is pretty good. Nah, I mean, it's not hard to sound <laughs> to make yourself sound stupid. Like, and I know that that's not that girl's real voice. Like, I know she's putting on an act for people and eating it up. And like and making all of the money in the process, but sure. yeah, for the, for his daddy, like yeah, that's nice that your daddy came to your defense, but you could have for this of all the things, yeah. <laughs> this thing where it's like you're very clearly trolling Kanye, though. Like, I wish kind, I wish Drake would have responded to um, his dad's oh yeah comment and just wrote key. Just reply on Instagram and be like, not this one, Pops. <laughs> you know that's a that's a rainbow bridge too far. He not finna. Yeah. He not finna. I mean, let me have my fun in my head. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, Drake's daddy. But yes, he does not fuck with, um, what's his name? And Kanye, most I guess of us don't. He'll have, hey. <laughs> most of us don't. <laughs> like, I don't give hey. a damn. You can fuck with Kanye all you want to. I've been okay done with, with that it. nigga. Been done with that nigga. <laughs> I mean, but but between this and and North acting a smoochie on TikTok, I'm just like, I'm sure Kanye is like, you know, yeah. Hopefully, therapy in therapy. Something, yeah, medicated and and hydrated, doing well. Hydrated. Say that again. The girls aren't drinking water. They're not, and it's so important. I can't wait till we take a break. I'm gonna refill my cup. Well, then let's do that. I was gonna talk about Tamika Scott, but I can just drag her uh, uh, family members in the read since we have the same one anyway. So let's let's take a break, and then the other thing. (laughs) Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them? or for them, well, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. Don't suggest it. Just an easy, like, hey, let me just get into this to start some unpacking stuff. You never know will come out of your mental trunk. And then the next thing you know, you have a journey to healing and evolving and evolution and growth. And you can do so affordably and comfortably with Talkspace. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with the provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash read. Go talk in your space. Hey, y'all. Daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal to give us more daylight from March through November. Hey, girl, that's how it works. <laughs> By setting our clock sword, it may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it does not necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner, okay? Beyonce has the same 24 hours as us, but how are you using them, Diva? How are you using them? There's only one way to do what we're talking about, ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. That's right. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for the jobs 
you're hiring for. Or once you post on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. And the great part about it is you ain't got to go here, there, everywhere, over the river, through the bush, grandmother's house. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash the R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Go give someone a job. Love you. We're back, folks. It's time to read your letters. Yes. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our first letter this week comes from Julia. Julia says, I'd like to know if this is something y'all would consider a lie or a lie of omission in a relationship. I've been with my girlfriend Morgan for a year. It's been a fantastic relationship despite some minor issues, and I'm excited to grow with her. However, something that has come up before in general conversation, usually jokingly, is the lesbian stereotype of having fucked around with their whole friend group. Now, that's not the case for either of us, but I have kissed a current friend once and had sex with another one. Both of these events happened when I and the friends were completely single before I knew my girlfriend, and we are completely platonic now. These are also two of like eight close friends and they aren't my best friends. I'm just wondering if y'all would consider me not telling my girlfriend about this to be a lie of omission. I haven't told her because I felt that offering that information would make things unnecessarily uncomfortable or insecure for her. Neither of these friends live in the state. And even if they did, I have no romantic or sexual interest in anyone but her. But I feel bad because I don't want it to come up unexpectedly in some way later and in turn hurt her more. Please help. Thanks in advance. Happy 10 years. Love you guys so much. Love, Julia. I thought this was adorable because this is the kind of letters that lesbians send. (laughs) I love that you think it's adorable. Lesbians be like, is this a lie of omission? Should I tell my girlfriend and not break her precious wee little heart? And niggas are like, I'm mad at my ex. Should I give away his beloved pet? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just a different level of mess that we're dealing with here. So, but what do you think? Is this a lie? Is Julia would Julia be in trouble for this if she was your girlfriend? First of all, I would like to say let's not act like lesbians won't take a lighter and so a can of Lysol to their studs apartment. Well, we're not talking about me right now. We're not talking about me right now. I'm just saying. We're not not bringing up my past right now. Y'all will actually commit arson. (laughs) I literally... Let me not incriminate myself. Um, I feel like Jules um, that... What the fuck are you doing? Link said, it's been too long that you have been on that phone. Why are you trying to get up here right now? Come on. Come on. I'm not not lifting you up. (laughs) That four-pound baby, you better pick her up. (laughs) Why do you want to come up here? (laughs) 
I'm literally in the middle of working and you understand that. You're being disruptive. Do you have something you want to say? Come on. Come on. Come on, Link. <laughs> Go ahead. Since you want to be on the mic. As I thought, nothing. <laughs> anyway, like I was trying to say before I was interrupted. <sighs> Julia, I think that the mere fact that you had to write this letter in <clears throat> and do all this thinking about this uh, says to me that I would consider it somewhere in the ballpark of a lie of a mission. You're very concerned about not only... The fact that this has happened and uh, Morgan, Morgan does not know about it, but also the possibility of it coming up somehow Mm. and passing and not coming from you. Those things together tell me that like passive being like, I mean, I don't really know necessarily why you need to focus on whether or not it's a lot like is is us saying for just for argument's sake, yeah, it's a lie. Is that the confirmation that you need to be like, all right, I'm gonna say something? Versus, right. yeah, I think us so, being actually. like, oh, it's not necessarily a lie. Like, it's obviously something that you feel on your heart. Your girlfriend has the right to know, or and or will come to know. Mm-hmm. in the near future and it could cause problems maybe it won't um but i think the odds of it causing problems are lessened significantly if you take the yes the ownership and the opportunity to just go hey so you know we talked about xyz such and such happened and i just wanted to it to come from me and whatever whatever um it could be received really well it could be an mm-hmm. argument it could be a couple of things but like i said i feel like the fact that it's on your heart the way that it is it's it's going to be something i'd say that's worth discussing that's a very good point because I definitely was looking at this like, no, it's not. I did. I would not consider this a lie or a lie of omission, like joking around about like, oh, I have, you know, lesbians fuck their whole friend group or whatever. I feel like that's one thing, but I just don't. I mean, and it's also that I it really takes a lot for me to give a fuck about something like this. Like me too. But that's have, me. Yeah. You've kissed one friend and fucked another one. Like, that's it out of all the friends you have. <laughs> and, like, if I have no reason to believe that you have been cheating and I don't suspect nothing crazy, like, it's not like, oh, me and these two friends go on exotic vacations every six weeks and none of our significant others are allowed. You know, like, it's not ridiculous. Like, some of y'all be writing in talking about what your boyfriends or girlfriends or whoever are doing with their coworkers and shit. But... Mm-hmm. This, I would not have considered a lie, but I think if Yuri brings up a great point about the fact that the fact that it's bothering you so much that you sat here and typed it out and sent it to us is all that you need in order to let you know that you should just say something. And it is better that it comes up, you know, now and not when everybody is sitting around at P.F. Chang's for somebody else's birthday dinner and bitches start talking about something that happened eight years ago. So... 
Yeah, I would uh, I would just go ahead and say something now. I wouldn't anticipate this being an issue. Um, no, it's not a lie to me, but it is the sort of thing that like, why not say something? Like, just tell me. So. So, OK, Julia, yeah, just say something and good luck with the conversation. Let us know if it doesn't go well, because <laughs> that's what we're here for. And our next letter this week comes from. Hmm. Ooh. OK, I'm going to let you pick one of these couples is like people having issues around sex or lack thereof. And another one is a financial and family issue within the relationship. Sex. Okay. <laughs> well, then this uh, this next letter comes from Ashes, who says, Last year, I left a seven-year-long abusive relationship. It's been a really rough road emotionally since leaving, and I've realized that I don't really know how to recognize responsible, mature, healthy love. Last June, I met Jay online, admittedly just for sex, though I soon realized that I was not emotionally ready for sex. Jay and I kept in touch, and it turned into an emotional, long-distance relationship. In November, we became exclusive, and we even got to the point where we said we were in love each other. But Jay and I had very different communication styles. I was used to having someone who wanted to talk to me all day long, but with Jay, we only texted like 10 times a day. We also weren't having sex because due to trauma, I'm completely uncomfortable with it right now. Because I wasn't interested in sex, Jay said they wanted to open our relationship and sleep with other people. This hurt me because, though it might be a lot to ask of someone, I was hoping that they'd be willing to work with me while I got comfortable with sex again. And it hurt that their response was, well, I'll just sleep with other people. I know they have needs and it may be selfish of selfish of me for them it may be selfish of me to want them to be my right hand during this healing, but that's where I'm at. I told them if they want to have sex with other people, then we probably shouldn't should, just shouldn't be together. And we broke up. I have since moved back to the town where Jay lives. I'm still in love with them. We've hung out a couple of times and I've told them that I want to try again, but we still have different communication styles. And I don't know how often I should reach out considering I was the one that ended things. And Jay mentioned to me that their feelings haven't changed, which I'm assuming is about seeing other people. Am I wasting? (laughs) Am I wasting my time continuing to pine after them? I want to text them every day, but I'm afraid to because I don't want to be overbearing. Am I just used to trauma? And is this what healthy love is supposed to feel like? Thanks, Ashes. No, it's not. What? Healthy love. I mean, I hope. Love has all of its challenges, and I think that not many people um, these days are interested in the challenges mm-hmm. or, like, the fight. I think a lot of people give up a lot quicker. Um, and one of the reasons I believe that people give up a lot quicker is because they feel like, oh, well, I could go do something else with someone else. Well, yeah. There are options. Yeah. And so in that respect, I'd say to you, there are options. You are someone who right now has um, some work to do on healing and um, um, 
coming into your own when it comes to, I mean, I don't know if coming into your own is right, but just like getting to a, a place where you're more comfortable um, in your sexual expression and output or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and if someone is not willing to uh, kick back and work with you on that, I think it's best that you just respect that you're on two different wavelengths and that's okay. And mm. you don't need them for anything um, as much as you might desire them. Um, and it's probably better for you to do whatever work you need to do on you um, without that person as a distraction, as a hindrance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as an add-on to any of that, where you can really just work on healing um, wholly and um, and try to get as centered as possible and then go back into the world with someone and, and you know, ideally meet someone who will be uh, ready for what you have to give or receive. Um, but I just don't think it's healthy to, um, chase behind somebody that has told you that they're not interested in, um, in supporting you in the way that you need support right now. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. You know, as I said, you've, you have even admitted that they have needs and, and whatever, and it's just going to be better for you i think to be with someone who is going to meet you there and isn't you know worried about doing their own thing right now yeah i think um are you wasting your time continuing to pine after this person honestly probably you probably are like you want to text them every day the feelings are still there you feel like you're still in love with this person All of that, to me, feels like one giant setup for you to get your feelings hurt. And this time, like, Mm -hmm. completely unnecessarily. Because all the cards are out on the table. And and there's no confusion about what this is, what this person's feelings are, what your feelings are. Not, this isn't, I wouldn't necessarily say this is what healthy love is supposed to be like. For me, texting 10 times a day is enough. (laughs) Like, I feel like 10 10 text messages is a lot, but I also would expect phone calls or FaceTimes, that sort of thing too. Like, but you know, I'm, I'm working, I'm doing things. I don't expect for you to text me every 15 minutes throughout the day. Like, so you may have some issues around like, oh, what is codependency? Is this healthy? Is this not? Like, you may still have some stuff like Kid Fury said, you need to work through on that end, but I don't necessarily think this person is modeling like, healthy communication within a relationship. But what I do think they are doing that you should pay attention to is being honest with you about exactly where they are and what type of partner they can be to you, if any. And so this person is like, you know, love getting to know you, love talking to you, love this emotional connection we have, but I need to fuck and I'm not going to go without fucking. And Mm -hmm. Knowing that you are where you are right now, like sometimes even if people are saying something that we really don't want to hear, we need to thank them for their honesty and move on with our lives and find and, you know, continue to work on ourselves or continue to look for somebody who who is in a place that is aligned with where we are right now instead of trying to force niggas to fit into 
a certain box or in a certain situation. Like if they're not there, then they just aren't. And you are only going to hurt your own feelings pursuing somebody who has made it extremely clear that they are not where you are. So yeah, girl, I, um, or person, sorry, you said both of y'all are gender nonconforming. So, but, um, yeah, don't don't text them every day. You're just going to text your way right back into getting your heart broken. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would leave this personal ice, say hi when I see you, but it's I think it's it's best for you to direct your romantic attention somewhere else, to somebody who can at least give you what it is you're looking for cuz this person ain't it. All right. Oh, all right. Uh, good luck to you, Ash. Just let us know how it goes. We're going to wrap up the questions right there. Again, asktherita at gmail.com if you have a letter for us. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and Walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Now we're going to go right into the read. Well, you can go ahead and blast okay. off if you'd like. Come on, Wonderful. All right. Well, so everybody is um aware of the LSU Iowa game that happened the other day. Um, let me just say I'm frankly shocked to see this many of you this invested in women's basketball. Like nine million viewers or something like that. I'm stunned. Not even just the viewers, but the amount of discourse I have seen online. I'm just like, part of it's very annoying because I feel like y'all not, y'all don't watch enough women's basketball to really be this invested in it. But mostly, I just love that y'all are talking about it like this. And and I hope y'all continue to join us every season because the girls be playing like this every season. And I hope y'all join us for the WNBA this season too. Starts up in May, so... I just wanted to say that, first of all, this has been a confusing time for me to see this many people talking about women's basketball this many days in a row. But yeah, it's like when you have a thing that you're you're always invested in and you watch go underrated for the longest time. And yes. For whatever TikTok ass Thursday, <laughs> you have like half the nation talking about your thing right. that's been your thing. It's like, where did y'all come from? Oh, my God. It was like when SZA went mainstream. I was like, where have y'all been? Right. You remember when, what video was it? When Control came out. When the Weekend video, I think it was the the song that she made for the video that she did with Solange. And people were like, Mm. this is so artsy. Like, why wasn't she, you know, fucking a nigga on the weekend? Like, they were, they, you know, they expected it to be. Right. It was like, girl, where you don't know the doll. You don't. You have not been Why did you? You and you don't see? get yeah so <laughs> oh, that's it's been it's been a little bit of that for me like some of us have actually been watching and have been a fan and all this but anyway welcome welcome bitches so lovely to have you here and honestly lovely to see most of you sticking up for the young women who play for LSU's basketball team LSU just won their first 
ever national championship, even though they have that absolute toad of a head coach, Kim Mulkey, who I cannot fucking stand and never want anything good to happen forever. Side note, I just I just want to point out for the people that he was cussing this dog out 10 minutes ago and now he is cradling and bopping this nigga like a fucking infant. It's my baby. <laughs> What happened to I'm not picking you up? What do you even want? Oh, you well, I picked know. her up since, so now she's here. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so anyway, um, LSU won the LSU won the game decisively. Won the game. It, it ended up, you know, it went back and forth for a while. I was getting kind of nervous, but they they really pulled it out there at the end. Um, and Iowa has a star player named Caitlin Clark. Yeah. When I say star, I literally mean that thing. Without Caitlyn on the squad, these bitches would would not have even made March Madness. Like it just, she is literally responsible for like at least half of their points. And she's not even just a shooter. Like she's she's an all around excellent player. I'm sure she's gonna have a great career in the W when she gets there. But mm-hmm. part of the problem here is that. The girls are, you know, competing at a high level. They're doing a lot of shit talking. Caitlin's doing shit talking. Angel's doing shit talking. Like, everybody is, you know, they're getting into, this is sports. Like, this happens mm-hmm. when people are competing at a high level. Caitlin got, is known for Yeah, doing for talking shit. Oh, yes. A particular move that niggas I think are are would contribute to Tony Ayo and G Unit. I think white people more so attributed to John Cena. That anyway, yeah. it's like a wagging of it's the you can't see your me. palm in front of my yeah, face. Yeah, like, she can't wow. see us. Right. So and Caitlin so. does that. Caitlin talks big shit. Um I was actually watching the game. They replayed this clip of her over and over where I don't know somebody was shooting a foul. They was doing foul shots or something and Caitlin literally told the girl to calm down like she was like you down by 15 points like relax (laughs) like this is literally this is what she does this is part Mm -hmm. of what she does and she is far from the only one child as we got closer to the end of this game and it became very clear that LSU was finna win Angel was had her hand up pointing at her fucking ring finger she was doing that ah bitch where this is at like all this in Caitlin's face rolling her eyes like Stuff that I personally love to see as somebody who loves black girls and loves sports and and honestly loves men. That's the tea. Many, if not most, especially American sports fans mm-hmm. get into that type of timing all the time. Mm. So it is particularly interesting that people are trying to pick and choose when they feel like sportsmanship in the realm of like trash talk on a quarter field is, you know, worth discussing or needs to be discussed. Right. So, so I was irritated at first because let's just be real. This game felt racial from the very fucking beginning. I was teams like, stark lily white i think they might have one biracial and that is really it lsu's team obviously a lot darker it's mostly black girls out here representing so it very much it it felt you know it felt race rioting from the beginning it felt like 
it felt like black people rooting for LSU and white people rooting for Iowa. And so it already had that vibe, especially after the Iowa-South Carolina game, which was heartbreaking, like devastating. But I feel like, so, and Angel even mentioned this in her, in one of her press game um, conferences, how she didn't like how Caitlin or Iowa, she felt like Iowa was disrespecting South Carolina too. And she was like, them is still my SEC sisters. Like, you played in their face and you came here and thought you was going to play in our face. So, like, no, we wasn't having none of that. And, like, I'm going to give it right back to you. So, it was irritating enough that all of y'all was acting like this black girl had somehow committed this sin against sports. Like, how classless, how disgusting, bloody, low down, grisly dirty, murder. gutter snipe, bitch. What kind of ghetto, classless, rat, illiterate ass jungle porch monkey ass bitch would do something like y'all went in on angel reese white men in particular the nigga who founded barstool sports that one keith oberman or somebody had all this big shit to talk about angel y'all don't even watch the fucking games talking about her character and all this shit had no idea that she's just giving back what caitlin has literally given to the game her damn self but and, just, oh no no go ahead go ahead say it Caitlyn not pressed <laughs> like and we all knew she wouldn't be like that was I felt like that was I didn't even need Caitlyn joining Good Morning America from Zoom or whatever to say that she felt like y'all was doing too much and it's just sports and you know everything is fucking copacetic because of course it is but she had to do all that because one very notable white woman decided to insert herself into the conversation and make everything so much worse. What a moron. What an absolute moron. So Dr. Jill Biden, who happens to be married to Joseph Biden, she's the first lady of the United States of America. In case you forgot, which is fair. In case you did not know. I mean, because have you seen her? What does she do? We don't know. But... Um, she was at the game. She had some other event, I think in Colorado or something and afterwards. And she said, you know, I know that we'll have the champions come to the White House. We always do. So I hope LSU will come. But I'm going to tell Joe that I think Iowa should come too because they played such a good game. What? They played a good game that they lost. The winners go to the White House. The losers, first runner, second runner, third runner, they go home. Home. And as Angel said, had they lost the game... Come on. In the room. Jill Biden would not have said, oh, I think that cruel black girl should also come down to the wild because they played such a good game. Right. Nobody's because interested. I, I'm old enough to remember when Title IX became law, and this is just, look at how exciting and thrilling the game is. Shut right up. Now. Girl. I'm glad Angel called it a joke. I'm glad she said when, and so, of course, after about a day, Jill Biden's press secretary had to put something out being like, uh, yeah, of course she, uh, she just loves basketball and she just meant to applaud the historic game and she wants to celebrate with, 
And let, no, she did not. And and what would have actually been useful here was her was if she put out a statement that said, you know what? Like, yes, this is one of the ways that racism manifests in this country right now. And people don't even pay attention to it because it's unconscious. It was this unconscious bias I had where I saw how hard I these girls played and I felt like, you know, they should be offered something conciliatory because they did a good job, too. And my bad. That was extremely disrespectful. This is about the winners. And I should have never brought the losers into it as if they were on the same level. I don't really know why winners of these championships go to the White House in the first fucking place. Like, I feel like in many respects, I laughed when they were like, Michelle, can we have it? Can we just come to your house instead? Because T, like, I'd much rather go to Michelle's house. But like, <laughs> past all of that, it's so ridiculously, like, gross. It speaks so much to, like, typical whiteness and history of race yes. relations in this country. And it's so triggering to just, like to watch this group of black people or be a part of a group of black people who bust their asses to be twice, five times, ten times as good as these white people that excel and still, right. and still have to share space with white people who did not do as well as they did. Yes. It does not make any sense. It's, and you would not give black people the, the same grace. While y'all are literally sitting here shitting on this black girl for doing the exact same thing that your white savior, your, your fucking Captain America, Caitlin Clark was doing. Like, doing the exact same shit that she was doing. The exact same shit that you celebrate when men do. You love when guys do this in mm-hmm. In sports, especially professional sports, you literally watch hockey games where they beat the fuck out of each other and call it entertainment. But when a black girl does the exact same thing that a white girl has been doing all season, it's an issue. And then you want to give them the same prizes and accolades that the white girls that that the black girls get for for actually winning and doing the work that it took to get there. It's not mathing. It's not adding up. Mm-mm. Girl, beat it. No one's interested. The ones who know. lost. The ones who lost. I know Angel said she was, like, considering not going. She hadn't made up her mind about whether she was going to go or not. And I hope she gets a genuine apology if she does decide to go. Because she made fucking points. And that was the other thing I was going to say. Like, so first of all, it's insulting. It's in, I would be insulted if I was Iowa. That this woman thought that my feelings was so tender or whatever that I would need to be offered this participation trophy in in order to make me feel better or something. Like, girl, I lost the game. Like, Like, okay, we lost the game. (laughs) Like, we are competitive athletes, though, and sometimes you fucking lose. Sometimes you are really good. It's not even that the best team always wins. It's just that sometimes, and I'm not saying Iowa's better than LSU, certainly not, but sometimes you just fucking lose. And having some white woman come out and be like, oh, but sportsmanship and girls supporting girls and let's all come to the White House and give each other pedicures. Bitch, no, I'm an athlete. You do not need to try to make me feel better, soothe my little feelings with this pity invite to the White House anyway. So what are we going to go show up with these bitches at the same time? So we all just going to sit around the table and eat our fucking steaks and potatoes and, and broccoli and, and talk about how they beat the fucking brakes off of us? What? No, bitch, we're not all going to get together and roast fucking marshmallows and shit. This is a game. And they lost. And all of you big grown niggas 
picking Angel Reese apart and dragging her because she says she don't accept this white woman's fucking apology and 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 talking about how you know that she need to calm down and oh she's really doing too much now and how dare she blah 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 bitch everybody not worried about impressing white people everybody not worried about being on the white house's good side everybody is not worried about it that little girl 20 years old is making more money off of NIL deals in college right now than you'll ever make in your life. Don't worry about her and the decision she's making. Some people care enough about standing up for what they feel is right and speaking out against bullshit that they don't care about how it might hurt them commercially now or in the future. Some people are willing to take that risk or take that L or not make as much money, or be as famous, or whatever else, in order to stand up for what they believe in. Why don't you just let that girl say what the fuck she has to say? You don't see somebody whose feelings are hurt at the utter disrespect she has had to deal with all season long? Just like she said, y'all have been doing this all season. Don Staley said the same thing after the South Carolina game. The way you talk about black girl athletes is different than the way you talk about these white girls. Y'all compare them to beasts and dogs and ruthless and all this other shit. Like you act like you talk about them like they're not human beings in a way that you don't do with the white girls. You call Angel ghetto and classless and, oh, she need to straighten this up and she need to behave this way. No, she don't need to do none of that. She don't need to do none of that. She's doing just fine without playing by any of y'all's fucking rules. world is not really conditioned to uh, respond uh, to confident, comfortable, or cocky black women with acceptance. Like, it yeah, makes no, many, never. if not most people, really uncomfortable um, because they just feel like black women are the last people who should have this space mm. to excel and be aware and confident of those things because it's like, well, then where does it place me on the totem pole? You know, which is not even a thing that we should be thinking about or considering at this point in civilization. But we are, we know where we are. Um, It's just never not going to be silly. It's never not going to be bigoted. It's never not going to be ignorant or really transparent at this point. So It is. It's, it's just really incredibly lame. obvious what y'all are doing. And it's so, so fucking whack. And I hate that this girl won a national championship. The whole fucking team won a national championship. And they have to deal with countless racist assholes online who are pissed that they won, calling them everything outside of a child of God because they're mad that black girls beat white girls. And then the fucking first lady of the United goddamn States making it even worse. And then a bunch of grown ass black people being mad at teenage 19, 20, 21 year olds for having something to say about it, for being in their feelings about it. Sticking up, standing up for themselves. Let them do it. Look at the world that we're giving Gen X. Gen X, again, Gen Z. Look at what we're giving them. Look at what they and have. Again, not like playing sports 
Yes. Not curing the sure. common cold or cancer and then going, eat a dick, all who's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> I mean, people who who cure disease, like whoever I'm develops sh- vaccines, absolutely. they should. They should. Why not? You Y'all should go live on TikTok and just stun on niggas. And cuss people out. It's like, yeah. I would be okay with it. <laughs> yeah. But you're again talking about A, a game, and B, a culture that comes with this type of energy. We see it happen all the time. All the time. Usually, though, it is from men. It, mm-hmm. You reserve this type of, like, scandalized attitude for when it's black women. Yeah. And that's just late. It's like we 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 could be ugh those big red boots could be jet engine powered <laughs> if we weren't wasting so much time. We could actually be Astro Boy and Girl. We could be we just could be taking doing- our like we could just be doing so be much more. Like, yeah. We really we could live in a different world. But Blink could finally have gold fangs on the bottom. <laughs> you could probably do that. I was no going to say, I'm pretty sure in L.A. you can go get her fitted for that. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I'm, I'm, honest, <laughs> probably honestly. Honestly. Yeah. Probably so. But yeah, I just wanted to say Angel Reese and the rest of the LSU women's basketball team. Congratulations. This particular old bitch is very proud of you young girls, not just for playing your asses off, but for sticking up for yourselves and saying, I don't give a damn if the first lady apologized, which she didn't even apologize. They just walked the comments back. At no point was she like, oh, my bad LSU. That was extremely fucking disrespectful. But I'm proud of y'all for standing up and saying, no, I don't accept this. It feels really shitty and I don't like it. You're not going to handle me like this. I see exactly what this is. I hear all of these whistles. Y'all not going to play in our faces at all. Right. And on top of that, you lost. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and you, you still didn't even do your big one, it. bitch. So on top of being literal losers, you can't come for us. <laughs> it's delicious. Like, and, and Iowa is not even the ones tripping. Like, Iowa at all. is the team that lost and they have not been tripping off of none of this. Because they get and understand and respect that they played a yes. game. They are playing a yes. game. This is what yes. happens. People yes. talk shit. People win. People lose. Sometimes the people who's talking big shit lose and they have to eat it. Yes. This time, the girls, well, some specific ones, are eating it up. <laughs> and right. that, and if they're okay with it, girl, what the fuck are you whining about? Sure. Iowa's coach had to be like, well, Dr. Jill... We won't be coming to the White House because that's ridiculous. Of course ridiculous. you won't because <laughs> we you lo- lost. We lost. So we won't be coming, but you're welcome to Iowa's house. Like, yeah, why don't you fly to the middle of the fucking cornfields and go take a picture with them girls at the University of Iowa, wherever, in whichever city that might be located. But girl, the rest of this, and again, just like Angel said, if the black girls had lost, that shit wouldn't have never came out of her fucking mouth. And Angel Ever. knows it. And I'm glad she said it. It's the fucking truth and y'all know it. You're right and you should say it, goddammit. Keep going, black girl. Congratulations again to all of y'all and to everybody entering the draft. Um, Wishing y'all the best of luck as you continue in your careers. And yeah, that's it for me. Y'all really, it was like everybody pissed me off about the Angel Reese LSU story. Everybody, everybody. 
Oh, really y'all worked my nerves. It was. It was so really bad. disappointing because it's like we're not talking about a black girl who walked into a Shell gas station and saw her white op and then like cussed her <laughs> out. And even then, I would have been on her side. Right. We're talking about some like a basketball game. Have you ever been to a basketball game? Do you know that people talk niggas talk shit at pickup? Niggas talk shit at intramural fucking. Are you, are you joking? You thought they Tether wasn't going. You thought they wasn't going to fuck around with each other because they were girls. You ain't met Mother, no girls. May I? <laughs> if it's You're a getting game, dragged. we're gonna find a way. Like black people, literally limit who they play certain games around because of the way. I was just about shit. to say, white people maybe from this. Take a few lessons. Google YouTube or have some conversations with niggas about games like Spades or oh, even yeah. Uno. Talk to this very Monopoly. bitch in front of me right now about the game Phase 10. Oh, my God. Never. No one will ever play, play Phase with 10 you. with no, me. No, never again. Now, and and I admittedly handled that poorly. You did. Angel <laughs> Reese did not. No, because Angel Reese won. <laughs> <laughs> You lost the throw fit. <laughs> Phase 10 is a treacherous and really sadistic <laughs> game. It, it, it really is. It's, it, it's really, awful. It's, it's really, really, really bad. It's really um, not. It's, 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 there's it's evil in it. It's fun and it's wholesome. <laughs> um, but either way, it's like, oh, <laughs> yes, girl, God. like, dominoes, shut the fuck up. Like, right. Get over it. <sighs> I'm done. Shout out to Louisiana. All of Louisiana is celebrating. I mean, it really hurt my heart. Because I would have been all in on this if not for Kim Mulkey. I cannot stand that bitch. And that won't change. But congrats to the girls. Um, yeah. Black, black women doing incredible things as usual. And that's it for me. I'm done. That's it for me as well, besides the reminder that I do have my tickets to see the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, no. I am going today, actually, day of really this evening. Um, Yikes. And your baby shit has school in the morning, so we'll <laughs> see how this goes. Now you know. Um, but this is one I'm actually not, I don't mind, like I say. Like, as long as the kids are, are sitting down and be and not kicking my seat, I don't care. They can laugh and scream and cry or whatever. It's some marbles. Don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I'd be pissed off when it's like John Wick, when yeah. I'm at Creed, when I'm at like a rated R film right. with where I where I should be comfortable to be grown. Yeah. And, like, your five-year-old is crying about, you know, the Peppa Pig app not working. It's, it's not... <laughs> right. <laughs> that's not adding up. But the kids going, ooh, Donkey Kong and stuff, it's probably going to be cute. The same way when I went to Disneyland last year, although I was not present with any children, I did get enjoyment in seeing a lot of the kids' faces light up. When they saw Minnie mm -hmm. or Mickey or the parade or um, the, the castle. Disney is also like um, Marvel and Star Wars. So they'll see like oh, yeah. Darth Vader or a really cool niggas uh, in Black the Panther show yeah. for the, the Dora Milaje. They have like an awesome performance at um, 
Disneyland. So even, you know, I'm actually in that era of my life where cute kids, cute, well-behaved, I mean, like, like sweet babies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, oh, that's nice. So maybe it'll be fun to see the kids like enjoying Mario, but they're also kids and they're unpredictable and there's a good chance I'll get vomit on me at some point. So who knows? (laughs) Ooh. Hopefully they're not that close to you, and and hopefully their parents get up and take them out if they cut up for too damn long. But I bought two tickets and I'm going by myself, so there should oh, at least amen. be space, a buffer between yes. me and yes, whoever. Smart. Okay, yeah. Well, good luck at the theater. I don't think I'll be going to see that one, but excited to see everybody's reviews. It'll be streaming in like two months. Yeah. So okay, yeah, that's gonna wrap up this week's episode of the show. Check us out at This Is The Read, thisistheread.com, shoptheread.com. Tickets to our upcoming live shows at thereadlive.com. Um, and join us on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thereread. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think. Do we have any other announcements? Anything else from you, friend, before we say goodbye? Nope. All right. Well, take care of yourselves, everybody, as always. And we will see y'all next week. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.